0: When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't say going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish.
1: The podcast with a bias for bias. Oh great. Hi byes.
0: Hi byes. We see you. Call me. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Gets, And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today mm. you've been sleeping around on me, Kyle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about jealousy. We're gonna talk about jealousy. Um but first, but first. we have lots to talk about. We yeah. have feedback and corrections, which we didn't have fucking Dan with us last week, so let's let's he's we we fucked some shit up here and he's gonna tell us what. So Dan hit us. What did we do? What did we fuck up?
2: All right. So both my corrections are thematic. Uh, they're both genital related. A couple of things nice. that you guys that <laughs> I, nice. I feel like you guys misrepresented last week in the butterflies oh. episode. Uh, so one of them uh, is uh, regarding the potato hot head line of products. Uh, <laughs> and I believe it was Mike. You said potatoes don't have genitals. Yeah, um, actually, they do. They're called flowers.
0: Oh, great. Oh. Okay.
2: Yeah. Plants, flowers are their genitals. Yeah.
1: Okay. They don't have ding-dongs, I think is the, what you're... <laughs> yeah. But yeah. They yeah. don't have
2: penises. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But that's not what he <laughs> said. He said genitals. And <laughs> I'm being very pedantic about this. Both of my corrections are super pedantic. The okay, other Dan. Genital- are,
0: are, are potatoes sexually dimorphic? Uh,
2: I don't know. I didn't research that far into potatoes. Ha! All
0: right. Do you know? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know if they okay, are great <laughs> go, go ahead go ahead. all right next <laughs> I don't think they are but
2: uh yeah uh anyway so especially speaking of sexually dimorphic the other correction uh, was related to the gay campground in Michigan that was uh, instituting a you must have a penis policy to get in uh and that the question of whether there would be an inspector checking for penises. And uh, it was voiced that the concern was someone might see a vagina. Um, the vagina on the inside. So unless they're actually butchering people at this campground, you probably won't see a <laughs> vagina. Uh, you will see a vulva uh, again, pedantic, but the outside genitals of a uh, AFAB person are is the vulva.
1: I reject that because no one has said, like, look at her sexy vulva.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks, Dan.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Um, I want to read a piece of feedback. All right, let's do it. This is about the butterflies episode. Uh, we got this through our email. Hi, Mike and Kyle. We got this email through our email. Great. It's a great way to deliver great. those. Yeah. Hi, Mike and Kyle. I listen to your podcast on my daily walk to campus. And maybe that's the only reason I want to walk instead of taking the train excited we inspired someone to walk yeah uh very interestingly you spoke about butterflies thank you and <laughs> <laughs> in Sri lanka where i'm originally from butterfly is a derogatory term used to refer to gay men in uh sinhala language it also uh it is also because of the word for butterfly so sorry before i do this samanalaya and homosexuals samalinglinginka start with the same sound in sinhala Recently the gays have started to claim butterfly as a positive trend, like we did with Queer, and use the butterfly emoji in Instagram, etc., in addition to the rainbow. Good luck with the fun episodes in the future. Sincerely, M. And uh, the the um, you know, we talked about a couple countries where this is happening, but like another country where butterflies so that seems to be a very I don't know if it's universal, but like very widespread thing of butterfly as a way to calls him a faggot and yeah and the after we talked about it i've seen more and more butterflies and people's profiles on twitter and everything
0: yeah i love too that our discord server has put fist butterfly on a (laughs) lot of messages it really makes me happy and
1: when people react to messages you see all their reactions below so like a couple people <laughs> will fist, and then a couple people will butterfly, and then you can see it. It is it is very funny. Well, I appreciate y'all.
0: Well, also from the butterflies episode, this one stuck out to me, so I'm going to read it. Uh, another email that we got. Dear guys, uh, great show as usual. Just a little history factoid for Mike. Here in California, there's a Mariposa County. The Chamber of Commerce at all would have you believe that the Spanish explorers that named the area just saw fields of beautiful butterflies. And that's why it's called Mariposa. A significant number of historians and anthropologists believe that the local Native American tribe was really into butt stuff. And that is why the explorers called the area Mariposa. Uh, don't know for sure, but I prefer the second explanation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's uh, seems very likely like, no, no, no. It's because butterflies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't do anything wrong. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for the feedback, everybody.
1: Yeah, thanks for the butterfly feedback. Uh, uh, ready for the news? Yes. It's time for the news.
0: Eight out of ten, Kyle. Your, yeah. your best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Have They've all been lower than eight. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. That's, that's fair. Uh, the first is actually maybe uh, it's a continuation of something from last week's show. Okay. The... Uh, cadbury egg oh yeah sharing that happened between that uh, that couple uh there's been more blowback it just keeps keeps going because of course people (laughs) are real upset and when people are real upset they get crazy uh a couple of things first of all uh one of the people in the couple uh whose name is dale actually identifies as non-binary and so we need to sort of correct that it's i think that they still identify as a gay couple but they have they them pronouns um but they said that the 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 conversation around the commercial came in two waves uh they said that the first wave was overwhelmingly positive and came from mostly people in the uk but there was a second wave of backlash that happened when the advert spread more globally and got went viral yeah um Uh, neither of them appear, neither of them expected the blowback that they received. Dale said, quote, nobody in production at Cadbury and especially ourselves thought there would be any blowback from the commercial. And, uh, uh, they said, I think the blowback came from the fact that a lot of everyday people took what was sharing a cream egg, which was more of a gimmick. How do you share a cream egg (laughs) and sexualized it? (laughs) I think it's a common issue we have in mainstream media right now cis normative narratives are constantly fed to queer children and everybody else from the moment we start consuming media they told pink news that people are generally okay with seeing gay people on tv but that they quote don't want to see them kissing or touching or doing anything gay
1: yeah absolutely yeah absolutely
0: also they are the creative director at a queer talent agency called House of Androgyny oh and nice. and that the contract was gender non-specific so that's what they chose <laughs> to implement it as that couple. Um, but that wasn't Cadbury didn't require that Mm -hmm. it wasn't in the contract. That's just how they decided to do it. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, and fucking Dan, uh, posted about them on our Instagram. There is just good, good reference point for later when we talk about jealousy, they're super hot.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they also, they also said that the second wave was quote, the second wave response was a lot more negative, especially on a personal level. When I would open up my phone and I didn't have my mental blocks up because I was just in the comfort of my own home and it was mostly religious groups who lambasted the couple and it left, quote, a really bad taste in my mouth in regards to religion. It makes me question the religion itself. It's been a real whirlwind on my part. Hmm. Fuckers are everywhere, Kyle. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, oh, the next two are real sad. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) But you need to know, you need to know, You need to know these things.
1: We've been here before. We've been here before.
0: We know what's up. On Tuesday, March the 2nd, lawmakers in Alabama passed Senate Bill 10, an anti-trans bill that prohibits medical professionals from providing critical health care and gender-affirming treatment to trans people under the age of 19. It bars medical professionals from administering hormones or puberty blockers to trans youth, in addition to prohibiting gender-affirming surgeries for trans minors. It makes it a class C felony for medical professionals to provide gender affirming care to trans minors could result in up to a 10 year prison sentence or a $15,000 fine in Alabama. The bill also requires teachers and staff at schools in Alabama to share with students, parents, if they learn that a minor's perception that his or her gender is inconsistent with his or her sex. In effect, it requires teachers to out trans students to their parents.
1: And uh, that's fucked up. And also (laughs) limit, Like your own personal thought or exploration, like all of this stuff. There's so much of the stuff that's normal to every child's experience. And I'm thinking about like exploring your orientation or your gender, and like all of those exploration and things you start to think about or learn about when you're a kid. I mean, not everyone's going to go through that gender exploration, but it should be. We should just encourage that. And and you're not going to stop people from having those explorations. You're just making it feel bad to them
0: yep absolutely and and the fear is that this is going to make the suicide rate among trans youth go up because there's no escape and there's no way out and they can't even talk about it yeah
1: they they like the risk of talking about it they've just codified the risk of telling their parents
0: that's probably already a fear yep oh shit in the most fucked up fuck you Republicans way possible. They called it the <laughs> Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act. Yeah. And it passed by a vote of 23 to 4. It now goes to the Alabama House of Representatives. So there is time to stop it, but it's highly unlikely because it passed by a vote of 23 to 4 mm. in their Senate. Um, and uh, Republican Senator Shay Shelnut. Are you re- seriously not a person <laughs> proposed the bill? Uh, according to the Montgomery advertiser, he said he wanted to quote protect children He said, I don't think the same way I did at 14 when I was 25. You know, the male brain, I don't know when it fully matures, but, you know, the human brain is not fully mature, and you know they're going to think differently. Okay, listen up. Everyone, you fucking assholes, just because you didn't experience it doesn't mean nobody else does. Just because your brain works a certain way and did when you were younger doesn't mean that's how everyone's does. Stop projecting your experience and horseshit on the rest of society. You fuckers.
1: Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Echoed. Ditto. Also, it's just, they're putting it out there. I don't know when the brain developed He Like uh, this is very clearly based on nothing but his own experience. I don't know when it happens, but probably things change. That's not what I want to base who can get medical care on. Yep. You know, that's not, that's not good enough. Yep. And, We've seen from trans people that they do at an early age no <laughs> like there there are people that know at that age, and so he's just wrong about that,
0: yep, yep, Elliot Page is on it um oh, nice um uh, tweeting tweeting efforts to criminalize trans kids are deadly, and we need to fight back against alabama's h b one s b ten trans kids' lives depend on stopping this bill
1: i is there a part of you that like Oh, don't worry, Elliot's got this. Like, yeah, yeah. like when Elliot Page gets on a like a case or an issue, I, a part of me is like, oh thank God. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, everybody.
0: Yeah. We can stop talking now because they, they, they called in the big guys. Yeah, yeah, He's got he's got this. Just chill out. <laughs> uh, news the last. Yeah. Um it turns out well let's let's turn this into a little game, Kyle. Oh, God. The game of sadness. Uh, uh specifically young people, LGBT plus young people. What group or category would you think is having the hardest time with mental health because of the pandemic?
1: Bisexuals.
0: Um, great. Thank you for playing. You are incorrect. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that was fun. Uh, it turns out, and I, uh, I wasn't. Uh, um, I mean, my next test would be trans people yeah yeah so pippa Sturk, who is an ambassador for a british lgbt plus charity you, called just you didn't like- have to
1: tell me pippa was british that's uh, <laughs> redundant information
0: uh for a charity uh called just like us uh has has been talking about this issue and and says that new statistics show lgbt plus young people are twice as likely to feel lonely And more than twice as likely to worry for their mental health on a daily basis during the pandemic than their non-LGBT plus peers. So all LGBT plus people, young people, are experiencing trauma and stress at a higher rate than straight people, cis people. But the figures show that the lockdown has had a profoundly negative effect on the mental health, specifically of young lesbians. Oh, Four in five lesbians, 78% have seen mental health get worse through lockdown compared to 68% of LGBT plus young people generally and just under half of non-LGBT plus young people. Wow. So uh, there's, there's a, a, significant, a significant difference. Almost nine in 10, 87% of young lesbians have felt lonely and separated from the people they're closest to during the pandemic, including six in 10 who have felt this daily. This is compared to 46% of gay boys, 54% of young bisexual people, and 52% of young trans people who have felt lonely and separated on a daily basis. It just is disproportionately affecting young lesbians for whatever reason.
1: And that's a, that's a notable, that's not 10 percentage points higher. That's 30 percentage points higher. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder, does it say why?
0: Um, so. Lesbians, why are you lonely? (laughs) um so the article talks about there being a difficulty for lesbians to carve out their own spaces already anyway and so that they Mm. tended to rely more heavily on the spaces that they do have Mm. um and so those closing down have disproportionately affected them
1: i learned about this in the outward they just kind of took over that cafe (laughs) and that became their lesbian spot so this makes sense (laughs) sure this is what i learned through media sure
0: i I i think it's um It's also uh, uh, she says, quote, if LGBT plus spaces are scarce, finding spaces that cater specifically to lesbians is like finding gold dust. And this is even further compounded for lesbians who have multiple marginalized identities. Lesbians of color, like me, might not feel welcome in all white lesbian spaces. Mm. Trans lesbians might feel like a mostly cis lesbian space is not for them. Yeah. Um, And even within fiction, it is difficult to find depictions of lesbian community and lesbian joy that feel authentic. Many TV series and films like the old are about (laughs) lesbians or about lesbians are not actually created by lesbians (laughs) leading to an uncomfortable reliance on stereotypes and cliches. But anyway, sorry, lesbians. I would hug you if I wasn't worried you were going to give me COVID. Well, or vice versa.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. But, but that's, that's the news. Do you have a positive news story to, to wrap it up with? nope nope okay well (laughs) one positive thing that i'm going to share with you Mm -hmm. is that we have new patreon members that i want to talk about yeah uh thank you to patreon members sarah olson sarah with an h i'm sure that's important to her as it is to all
0: sarahs that's a lady name
1: oh we don't know yeah i don't know anything about sarah uh i made that mistake with cj that's true not gonna do it again uh samuel kohler Mm-hmm. samuel is definitely it from the kohler brand that's that's one thing i know for sure uh patrick ardinger uh dave david there's another david later so david this is you this is not david yeah. this is david uh and Stephen burkhart oh if you want did you do you know him uh, uh
0: yeah uh he they he Stephen emailed us or Patreon messaged us today. So
1: Oh, uh, oh hi. Yeah. <laughs> hi. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. We'll reply to your email <laughs> within the next month. Um, thank you to everyone who has signed up if you want bonus content, episodes, uh things that are great to help cure your lesbian loneliness, go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast.
0: Do it. You want to talk about jealousy?
1: Yeah. I mean, off the bat, we're talking about jealousy because we have our our Gap Bridgers vote every month on, on one topic a month, and we all submit things. And this was Dan's topic. Yep, I'm jealous.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I'm glad it wasn't me. You fuck this game. I hate it, and I'm glad I'm losing.
1: I know you. <laughs> they were sour grapes anyway. You're very much. Um. Uh. I think. Fucking Dan, we are two to two now on on who has won, so it's neck and neck. Uh, I loved in Discord; people were guessing which one of us submitted which thing. Um, so, yeah, that was that was very interesting, and you all were all wrong. But, um, yeah, so I'll get past my annoyance that you all picked Dan instead of me and talk about listening to you talk about this thing.
0: Okay. Yes, Dan.
2: I have a hot tip for uh, for those listeners who are trying to figure out which which of us picked which. Uh, always think about what I want to do for Patreon as the reason for me picking the topic. I that picked jealousy not sense. because I'm going to talk about jealousy. I'm going to talk about something related to jealousy.
1: Mm. All right. Those theories are going to get even wilder now. It's cryptic. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Although I can see why everyone would have thought that I was the one that picked furries. We can't reveal who did it
0: Yeah,
1: or, or why I did.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> Don't look at how the sausage is made. Um, you say stuff. Jealousy. Okay. I, Keep so, saying more stuff. Well, yeah. Uh, so I, I want to talk about that word because I think that word is super interesting. So I'm not going to talk about the history of jealousy because that's pretty much impossible. But I want to talk about the etymology of the word jealousy and and how we how we. How we got it. So,
1: so you, it's kind of possible. And
0: it's yeah. kind of possible by the way you're doing this. I mean, sure. part of the thing is there are lots of theories about animals feeling jealousy. There are lots of dog owners, for instance, that will tell you that their dog gets jealous of attention that you give another dog. Yeah, and, I've seen
1: those gifts on and and,
0: and, Reddit. and and that if that's true, if that's just not an anthropomorphic projection on our part, they're actually experiencing the feeling of jealousy then that means you know it predates human history it's a it's a thing that mammals do right um and i i tend to think that that's that that's that's uh what's happening but the word jealous i don't know about you but when i was a kid and we were learning like power vocab words or whatever the word zealous i always thought that those words seemed like they were the same or like like they've got to be related oh. right yeah, they're the same fucking word. Or they started as the same fucking oh, word. I was going
1: to say no, they're not.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they are. They started as the, as the same the same word. So the word jealous um uh comes to us in English from about uh, the 13th century and men- meaning possessive and suspicious. And but before that it came from late Latin zelosus, which is where we also get the word zeal and it, it usually um it started out in a positive way, but like if you have if you have zeal for something, if you're a zealous person, you are really firm and committed and and um, uh, energetic in your belief and advocacy for whatever whatever that subject is. So, and you can kind of see the connection to jealousy that way, oh, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah,
0: like you're a little too into it. Maybe
1: but, but the fact that we have the word overzealous, like jealousy is not extreme zealousness, right, but it kind of is. Maybe That's no okay. No. You, I guess you tell me You're well, the one that looked up
0: stuff.: Yeah, yeah. so there are lots of idioms that we have about jealousy. Green is associated with the word jealousy and the concept of jealousy. Um, well, it's associated with envy. Yep, and, and so let's talk about that. The the connection between jealousy and envy, which Dan actually turned me on to this, this idea. They are different, although modern English has tended to sort of bring those concepts together. And uh, again, fucking Dan m- mentioned something like this. I'm probably paraphrasing it, but uh, you can remember the difference pretty easily because envy takes two people jealousy takes three
1: explain yourself
0: so we use the word like i'm jealous of your iphone which i'm not i fucking hate iphones but we say that sentence in in modern english fairly regularly and it it sounds normal but that's not that's not how it originally started out i am envious that you have an iphone because there are only two people in this constellation in order to be jealous in a romantic or sexual sense there has to be a third person that is getting your attention instead of me.
1: So does jealousy necessitate human beings to be involved?
0: Oh, I don't know. That's a great question.
1: Because the fact that you're saying there has to be three people that seems to imply to me that it's about human and relationship things
0: well or like with a dog right if you have if, if you start playing with another dog and, and reynolds gets jealous that's mm, that's oh. jealousy because there's a triangulation there
1: okay not necessarily
0: three humans but three things three things yeah yeah there, there are other words under the like general uh um umbrella of of jealousy or envy there's also avarice which is sort of like greed and uh being envious of someone else's possessions um, their wealth, that kind of thing. Um, so there are some scientific definitions for jealousy that you can look at for like behavior and, and studying this kinds of stuff. Quote, romantic jealousy is here defined as a complex of thoughts, feelings, and actions, which follow threats to self-esteem and, or threats to the existence or quality of the relationship. When those threats are generated by the perception of potential attraction between one's partner and a perhaps imaginary rival um but i'm going to guess that you you think that the other kind of jealousy that we call jealousy should still be jealousy
1: uh no no
0: okay i mean do do you do you anticipate this episode being about relationship jealousy as opposed to like i'm jealous of your iphone uh
1: i think it'll i think it could be a little bit of both
0: okay all right um wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> because what do you think of when you think of jealousy is how the the episodes go not necessarily um yeah so i think the the idea is it spurs ideas of what you know what we want to talk about there yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to get my way to the gay part of this or is there a or...
0: well no i mean as far as the word and the history is concerned i i don't i don't see any like specific the word hasn't evolved in a gay way, but it does apply to gay relationships. Mm. And we'll definitely talk about that in our personal experiences with it in the relationships that we've had. But um, it's not a gay word, mm. but it is a word. Mm. And it has a history. Mm. And I just said some of it. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to say stuff? Yeah, say some things. Okay,
1: okay. So so then this would probably uh um, categorized as envious uh but fuck off i'm gonna talk about it and it is uh, me being angry or annoyed at hot guys Mm, yeah because that is something that i have like very recently noticed about myself that like i stopped liking certain instagram things like before i could enjoy like seeing hot guys and 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 now it's get gotten to a point where I'm annoyed when I see hot people. Okay, I'm annoyed and angry at them. Okay, and I, I, I think so much of that has to do with, I, I think jealousy or maybe in this case envy comes from like yourself. There's something going on with you. Usually, like that, that's worth analyzing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So w- one thing I didn't get to in in talking about the word is there's a, a very well. Uh, established and studied confusion between jealousy and envy already anyway like part of the argument for why the word has expanded over time to mean both things is that the feelings are very closely related mm. and one will often spur the other mm. so uh are you like if your partner is talking to some other dude are you jealous because that relationship is threatened are you envious that you're not the one getting the attention
1: mm. no i'm envious that i don't have apps. Great. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, you do. They're in there somewhere. <laughs> very deep down. Uh, so, I mean, I, I have decided, though, it's my right to be hellish. Oh, no. <laughs> Jonas Lur, Nick Jonas Lur. <laughs> oh, no. We interrupt this segment to talk about Nick Jonas. Oh, no. He has a song called Jealous. He does. He is also a hot guy that I get annoyed at. Yeah. Uh, do you want to sing a part of Jealous?
0: Um, no.
1: Okay, well, like, Mike, you just talked about the etymology of the word jealous. You got to give us something that's juicy.
0: Okay, well, hold on. First of all, that was going to be my next segment because I wanted to talk (gasps) about the lyrics. So that's really, that's really, it's, it's, it's hilarious. (laughs) Second. I've been humming that song all morning and stopping myself because I didn't want you to hear me humming it and then know that that was something that I was going
1: to bring up. So. I've been stopping myself from seeing that as well. That's
0: hilarious.
1: I mean, I get, in retrospect, we should have guessed it. Um, well, I'm going to talk about uh, like he, he, the gay baiting, like keep going on the gay baiting side. Okay. So uh, why don't you do the, uh, the, the lyrics first? Sure. So we all know what the what the song is.
0: Yeah. So, so the, the, I mean the, the song I was just going to call this segment, Nick Jonas is hot. So it all works out. Um, (laughs) Did you see him on Saturday night live?
1: No. You asked me that last time as well.
0: (laughs) I, I mean, I'm that blinded by him (laughs) him and what he, what he did on the show. So there's nothing in this song actually that says that the person singing it is singing about a woman. So I think it's interesting that it could be a gay song. If you want to look at it from that, from, from that lens. Um, It's, I don't like the way he's looking at you. I'm starting to think you want him too. Am I crazy? Have I lost you? Even though I know you love me, can't help it. I turn my chin music up and I'm puffing my chest. I'm getting red in the face. You can call me obsessed. It's not your fault that they hover. I mean, no disrespect. It's my right to be hellish. I still get jealous. Okay, I'm going to stop. Those words don't rhyme and it pisses me off. And I've expressed that to you before. I still love the song because he's flawless, but the <laughs> lyric is stupid. Hellish and jealous do not rhyme.
1: But they don't have to. <laughs> songs are not required to rhyme. They are. No, they are incorrect. <laughs> it's not how songs work.
0: Oh, um, well, I. Okay. Okay. It upsets me. So one one of the one of the things about uh, th- th- this that I did hear him speaking about in an interview once was the, the 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 phrase I the beginning of the chorus I turn my chin music up, and that's supposed to be evocative of the thing that macho guys do when they're defending their territory. They put their chin mm-hmm. up, like I'm turning my chin music up to make a threatening macho alpha male gesture. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: definitely talked about this before have we because i knew that and i wouldn't have known i'm pretty confident most of my nick jonas information comes from you
0: all right well (laughs) because you're too sexy beautiful and everybody wants a taste that's why that's why (laughs) i still get jealous um i wish you didn't have to post it all i wish you'd save a little bit just for me protective or possessive yeah call it passive or aggressive Uh, and then the chorus again you're the only one invited i said there's no one else for you because you know i get excited yeah when you get jealous too and then it repeats
1: that is an interesting part of of jealousy is like there's some level of attraction to jealousy or desire for a partner to be jealous yeah and you know such a complex feeling and with a mixture of good and bad and liking it and not liking it and
0: yeah and and I think it's important too that we recognize that the the concept of jealousy and the dynamic of the whole thing is different for gay people like in 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 a gay relationship and there's another gay person around it could go anybody involved in that triangle could be interested in anybody else yeah right like when 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 a when a straight couple and the the woman goes and speaks to another person the man that she's with is not likely into them but in a gay situation you could be
1: yeah yeah if he's yeah if he's straightened up by then yeah her talking to another guy he's not into it actually i'm gonna put a butt plug in Great. nick jonas
0: <laughs> let's do it please <laughs> it beca- do it
1: because this actually leads well into let's let's talk about the partner jealousy then okay let's do that first um okay. uh we will come the uh, on to jonas's back later yeah. um yeah exactly. so, uh you talked about there is a difference it between gay men and straight men in, mm-hmm. in, in relationships in their jealousy and i'm gonna tell you some information about that Ooh, okay so Gata.
0: let's do it uh Wait, first of do all, we need a Gata theme too no i but...
1: think i think at that point it would get out of hand i, yeah. I think a half of our episode might turn into theme songs okay Is that a problem? Then we have to talk less. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Um, You let us know. Okay. Uh, (laughs) A a pride.com article from 2016. um, The first sentence, queer men and women can be a jealous bunch.
0: Mm.
1: I, you know, this article was like, whatever. But like, there is the stereotype that queer men and women are more jealous. Mm. Do you have that same?
0: No. That's what's your, interesting.
1: what's your, uh, stereotype in your head about
0: that? Lesbians are that lesbians are very, very like r- rock solid, protective, um, vigilant about that. My stereotype for gay men is that they're all in open relationships and fucking whoever they want to. And that it's, it's, it's not an issue. It's just sex obsessed.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, that's not right. Okay. Well, no, I, break, go, break, I forget break, actually, but, but that was fun for me to say. Okay. Um, so, uh, this is a study uh, about jealousy in heterosexual and homosexual individuals uh, done in 2018. Nope. Yep. 2018 by Katerina uh, Potsova from the National Institute of Mental Health and Chiara Bartova from the Charles University in Prague. Hmm. Uh, usually. Oh, they, they, their research and another research they found tends to divide things into sexual jealousy and emotional jealousy. Okay. Um, in previous studies, they people had researched both different genders and separately different sexual orientations. So men tended to have a higher response to sexual infidelity. Women had a higher response to emotional infidelity mm-hmm. um and there the biological or, or evolutionary kind of explanation suspicion there would be men their goal is to procreate so the uh sexual infidelity would be a higher risk to them being able to you know have a, a little baby uh women uh want to maintain resources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to have a man talk to another woman means they might lose that kind of, you know, the resources that he is offering the bison meat or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Firewood. Or-
0: I mean, I make all my decisions based on bison meat. <laughs> so like, I get it, girl.
2: <laughs> um, that research has largely been like heavily questioned by the community, like psychological, like it's, it's evolutionary psychology based and it. And there's a belief that they're, misrepresenting the anthropology of how Mm. communities actually worked back then.
1: uh, uh, That's good to know. Yeah. I always, it felt like I could understand where like that would come from, but it also feels weird to like, are are we really like, has that really continued on so long into our lineage? I get evolution takes a while, but anyway, that's what this study said. So uh, call up, actually they didn't even do that study they just were referencing studies before this one that they had done um gay men tended to be more sensitive to emotional infidelity lesbians tended to be more concerned about sexual infidelity interesting um which actually that that does kind of go along with like gay men being more sens- sensitive to emotional like it's not about the sex you have like more open to that it's it's about get it having a connection with another person which mm-hmm. i can absolutely relate to that uh, versus lesbians being concerned about the sexual activity. yeah so what this study said though that's not the gate i was going to tell you what this study did is say well let's kind of combine those two and evaluate your uh jealousy not based on the person that it has the feeling but their partner okay the gender of your partner
0: okay okay
1: so um the results are Women tended to be more jealous than men on both emotional and sexual infidelity. So straight women, more likely to be jealous than straight men. Lesbians, more likely to be jealous than gay men. When the partner is a woman, the woman in relationship with a woman had higher jealousy than a, a woman in relationship with man. So when your partner is a woman, you're more likely to be worried about the sexual aspect. When a man is in a relationship with a woman, they have higher sexual jealousy than when a man is in a relationship with a man. Okay. So, if your partner is a woman, basically, there's more worry about sexual uh, jealousy. Okay. It's interesting. uh, the The reverse case doesn't hold true when your partner is a man. So, if a woman is in a relationship with a man she has higher emotional jealousy than it, when a woman is in relationship with a woman. Mm-hmm. So if your partner's a man, in this case, if you're a woman and your partner's a man, more likely to be emotionally jealous. Mm-hmm. But when a man is in relationship with a man or a man is in relationship with a woman, there is no change in the emotional jealousy. Oh, so to be reductive and cut out by people to make it easy, straight men and gay men, Equally likely to be emotionally jealous in a relationship. Okay. Which that to me is interesting because I I also had the kind of gay men are are jealous people. um, And, and and I, I feel like it's okay for straight men to be jealous and express jealousy over sexual things but it's, but men don't care about emotions and feelings. So they, they are not supposed to care about emotional infidelity as much. Like that's less of a deal breaker or a red flag or an issue. Um, Hmm. That's what I thought. So I like the, the fact that straight men are also worried about emotional jealousy or that, that, that is a red flag for them. And you know, straight men and gay men are not so different in that way.
0: Yeah. Interesting. It's really interesting,
1: yeah, do you want to talk about
0: your personal relationships yeah great segue, Kyle that's what I was trying to figure out how to <laughs> well, ram in here let's let's ram harder okay great um i mean i've i I've, I've, if you're new to the show, everybody, I've been <laughs> married twice, once to a woman and then once to a man, and I've been divorced twice, and here I am single and alone enjoy but um it's it's funny because my first marriage to my my ex wife she was a real piece of work man and like she was virulently jealous um i remember walking to lunch with my whole team and then like work team work team and then uh this this woman that i worked with she and i walking back to the office and my ex-wife happened to be driving by and saw us at, and I knew that she was coming. She was coming to pick me up so that we could go somewhere. I forget where it was. But she like, like slammed on the brakes and did the sk- make the skid noise in, in front of us and like yelled at me to come get in the car. All my shit was still at work. All I was doing was walking with this woman and she like full on melted down at me in the middle of downtown Seattle on 4th Avenue, uh, 4th and Blanchard-ish did you get did you get in or did you yes of course i did she was terrifying i did everything she told me to because there were always consequences if i didn't which is kind of what i was looking for out of that relationship which we've, yeah. we've covered before but she had like deep just i was not allowed to speak to other women or be alone with them um and it's it's hilarious now in retrospect because I was not interested, <laughs> but 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 uh, like she would flip the fuck out about it, and that sort of flips the script here a little bit. Like I don't know if that was emotional jealousy or sexual jealousy, but it was certainly jealousy, and um, I I was uh, I was I was really I was the recipient of a lot of shit because of it.
1: It sounds like it, your reaction in general was to then assuage that jealousy by going along with what she wanted you to do. Is that how you handled it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and to pacify her and move the conversation along as quickly as possible. Um, Yeah. I mean, she was real mean.
1: (laughs) And well, like part of me thinks that could be helpful to be when you're gay. Now you have an excuse for not interacting with women because your wife doesn't want you to was there anything going on there um or why did you go along with her and telling you who to be friends with and who you could talk to
0: well you're you're asking a really complicated question there which is like i i I was gay and i knew it and i didn't want to be and i was married to her to be a a straight jacket (laughs) ha (laughs) ha um And so, but, but that created this schema of letting her control every aspect of my life, because that's what was, that was the barrier to entry to being a straight guy. Like I needed help controlling my gayness and she was more than willing to oblige. And, um, so like the answer to the question, why did I let her have so much control over me is because I wanted her to control my gayness and she did. And since everything about me is gay, that meant everything about me.
1: Yeah, and it did, but was there any kind of relief around not having to interact with women for a roundabout way, or was it just a shitty feeling? It was.
0: I don't know. It was a shitty feeling. It was a shitty feeling because like. I don't know if you know this, Kyle but there are a lot of really awesome women in the world and talking to them is fun (laughs) and not because I want to fuck them, but because like I, I like people and I like talking to people and, and learning things about them. Like interacting with another human, irrespective of gender is something that I enjoy doing. And you don't see gender.
1: (laughs) Now, like I, I'm kind of picturing, you know, you're in junior high and you have friends over and, and you know, your mom says like, you can have boys in your room, but you can't have girls in your room in your back of your head. You're like, ha, ha, ha. Thanks, mom. And that seems to be like, that's what I have in mind and why I'm asking about this is like, she's worried about you and women. So like, but you with men, go hang out with your bros all you want because that's not the threat. Like that feels like that feels gay. Yeah. (laughs) Even though you're talking about wanting her to control you, make you less gay. That feels like a gay outcome.
0: Yeah. I mean, she also didn't like me spending time with anybody but her.
1: oh family
0: friends like we were a package deal always in every context and um like my dad likes to take the three of us his three sons and the four of us go on a male bonding vacation every several years usually to a gambling place somewhere in nevada and we get drunk and play craps and and hang out together for a long weekend and man, even that like strong has been a, around for a long time tradition with my dad and my brothers it was like pulling teeth to get permission to do that and then had to be the shortest possible amount of time that I spent with them and had to call her every night and check wow. in and give her the rundown of what we did and who was around. Like it was a lot. It was a lot.
1: This is a thing about straight relationships that I, I, uh, lot, so much of straight relationships I, I see in sitcoms. And I think they're reflective of a truth, but but, you know, more extreme. But like the asking permission, the husband always has to ask their wife for permission. And that is like so crazy to me like that. Just some of those dynamics, those old school dynamics that maybe some older people still have or more conservative people still have are just, they don't make sense as uh, for relationships. And that's, that's one of her asking permission feels like a straight thing that like gay people just don't have to, not they don't have to deal with some people will be in it with a controlling relationship. So they may have to deal with it, but more likely like that seems more, like more a straight couple
0: thing. Well, and there's a bunch of stuff there too, about like, like men marry their mothers mm-hmm. and not just in terms of personality, but also dynamic, like, the the implication there is that all men have peter pan syndrome and will never grow up and it's the wife's job to be their mom and Mm -hmm. keep them from making terrible bad boy mistakes and (laughs) i like in i love lucy and even
1: in the fraser that i'm watching now it like when the woman is gone for a day seeing how the man makes (laughs) food is the i love it it's like ethel you left so all i could make was this ham sandwich it was like you can't function like you can't mm-hmm. exist when she's gone oh. it's just it's crazy, it's, it's wild
0: yep yep i also um every time that she was gone for any appreciable length of time and like i mean hours not just days uh i, I would look at gay porn So that was my misbehaving while she was gone. And one time I almost got caught. (gasps) Tell me about it. um, So let's see, we were on, she, I was unemployed. And so she would make me come with her on her business trips. So there's, there's this period of time of about three months when um, we had first moved to Seattle and um, I was unemployed. I would go, I would go with her on these, these business trips. And um, I'm screwing up the story somewhere because this was definitely in Stockton, California. And, that was later when she worked for a bank and um anyway sorry she had a conference that she went to and I was basically just in the hotel room while she was at this conference (laughs) and she was supposed to be in this meeting for however many hours so I was jerking off to gay porn and um then I hear the click 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 noise of the door because somebody's coming in and it was it was her so it was just time enough to like Thank God, I still sort of had my pants around my knees instead of off. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 pull them up and zip, and then push, mash the laptop screen down, and um, the the music of the porn Mm -hmm. was still playing, even though I had mashed the screen down. And uh, luckily, there weren't any like moans or like dialogue or so
1: gay. I love this
0: gay penis in you. But then she asked me, "What was that? What was I watching? What was that music?" And I had to come up with a very elaborate lie about it being John Leguizamo in a stand-up comedy routine that he was doing. That it was the theme music for like, I, I just, oh man, put in that situation and the lies just flow, Kyle. New game. <laughs> we come with
1: the fifteen-second clip, and you have to say if it's porn, gay porn, or a John John Leguizamo
0: stand-up <laughs> clip. <laughs> sure i can't believe i just told that story am i red i feel like yep, i turned red yep, you are.
2: <laughs>
1: um, awesome but <laughs> uh, part of me then is kind of piecing this together like it, it, was she, it seems possible that she was there's possible that she already has things going on but like it's also possible that like if she had suspicions And wanted to make sure you didn't have your own free time to get up to stuff. Like, do you think there's any part in there?
0: I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if this is what you're asking, but sometimes I think to myself, how do you date and then move in with and sleep in the same bed as someone and have very intimate daily interactions with somebody over the course of four, five, six years? and not know like i'm not that good of an actor am i or liar like <laughs> she had to know or suspect or, like if if not consciously then somewhere in there hmm. like i well or- no,
1: i mean i don't think like you you spent all your time but like however many years 30 years not being like not being out so oh, yeah. it seems pretty easy to lie or not see it or whatever yeah i also think there's um you know i not specific to your relationship but in general there's like we we almost it would almost help alleviate some of our guilt if we can say like well they should have known but that it's like we want we want to believe that somehow they should have known and that also feels a little bit like well it's their fault or you know like imagine like talking to a woman who just like broke up with or, or got, like was divorced with uh, because their their the man came out as gay like oh well didn't you know like doesn't that feel a little like ew, like it's, it's her fault that it happened she should have known and yeah and that's that's one of the reasons that uh, like kind of rubs me the wrong way
0: yeah i get that i get that i yeah As somebody who thrives on genuine, authentic connection, I just feel like maybe I feel like if I were her, I would know. Hmm. Like if our roles were reversed, would I detect the distance or the half heartedness of the sexual part of it? Like,
1: but that, but also like that, that, those things can happen for other reasons other than being gay. That's true. So
0: like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I also, oh my God, Kyle. What? I think, I think I've owned up to this before. Like near the end of our marriage, I cheated. Yeah, on her with 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 dudes. And one time, oh my god, wow. Okay, I'm gonna turn red again. It's gonna be great. Yay! Uh, I I took a trip to Costco and had <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> had, had a bunch of had a bunch of, um, of, of of groceries to to get. But like, I so rarely had like we would even go grocery shopping together. Like, like I, I so rarely had like solo anything time. And I had been texting with this dude who lived down, down that direction. So like on the way to Costco, I met up with him and blew him in his car and then went to Costco and came home. And, uh, I, I had like, I, I'd spit on all on my face. And, um, you didn't wipe off your mouth. <laughs> I mean, I, I well, I walked in the door. I, I, I wiped off my mouth, but I didn't like wash my face. Like mm-hmm. I had nothing to do that with because I had to get home first. And I definitely was very much in the like, okay, I need to get a washcloth and wash my mm-hmm. face, like that kind of a zone. And things were really, really, really bad in that marriage at that time. Like it was, this was the the death throes of that of that relationship. And uh, she, she threw something down on the counter and she said you smell like pussy <laughs> i'm not kidding <laughs> and i w- I, w- I felt like part of me was like relieved because then i could say without lying i absolutely do not you're being ridiculous first of all <laughs> it's a vulva yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but then i was like oh my god but she's, she's, she's right. Like she, she, she knows can smell the sex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That was, that it was a lot. I was, I was mortified. And, um, that like, I won't say that that propelled me faster towards the leaving her process, yeah. but it, it definitely, it definitely was like, I'm going to keep sucking dick. So I should probably get away from her yeah. and be myself and be happy.
1: Yeah. I think when I get mad at you now, I'm going to say, you smell like (laughs) pussy. (laughs) Or is that damaging to your, is that a shitty experience to remind you of? No, it's fine. Great. Okay. Yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) Were were you also going to talk about your relationship with Trevor?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it on the show while it was happening, I think, Um, because, uh, when when the podcast started, Trevor and I were still together for the first however many episodes. It's single digits episodes, but um, uh, he we had separated for some time. And when we got back together again, the part of the arrangement was that we were going to be open. And. I said. At the time. I'm like fuck whoever you want to. I'm that's that's fine. Just don't fall in love. Mm-hmm. Like and maybe that's a rationalization. I'm like it felt true and it still sort of feels true now that like it's not the sex. I I really didn't mm-hmm. care who he was having sex with, but like you're my person on an emotional romantic level. I don't want that to be threatened or 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 to go towards anybody else. Mm-hmm. And um he had a lot more sex, I think, than I did but with other people, but we both did and seemed to be weathering that okay. And then um, when he, he started, very obviously, I saw it happening very clearly, at feelings for um one of his regular friends with benefits relationships, and ultimately that developed into love, and we tried to work it out but couldn't and 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 he he left and as far as i know he's still with them um
1: then because it's a, a gay couple
0: yeah so they're they're a throuple together and, and still are i think
1: did you have conversations about you said you saw it happening and like you mean be, like and i you know they he and this guy were at in your play or yeah. the, both of your places like cooking lunch or the watching four, the, movies the, the four or... of
0: us hung out a lot mm. yeah
1: so what i mean did you have any conversations about that
0: we, we, we went to couples counseling all along, like well before even we didn't when we were separated. But but for years leading up to that and all the way right up to the end, the week before he left for good, we still had couples therapy and both in therapy and out of therapy. I said to him many, many, many times, I see what's happening. I see you following falling in love with them. I see you falling out of love with me. It's very apparent to me that that's what's happening.
1: What did he say?
0: I mean, he never he never denied it because he knew it was true. Oh. Um, I wish that he'd had the ability or the maturity to say, "You are right," or to try to do something about it. He sort of um, he seemed to view the whole thing as these are just these are just feelings, and I can't control them or try to do anything about them. Um, and to a exer- certain extent, I, that is how feelings work. But I, I, I think it's what you do with them that is important. And I certainly didn't see him putting up a fight with himself. Hmm. At least, not enough to save things. And I'd said, I'd said when we got back together after being separated, the next time you leave will be the last. And and he did, and it was very difficult for me too. But I stood by that, like that was you know that the second time he left was very different in terms of my behavior. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, so yeah. So to, to, to bring it back though, to like just the the thing of jealousy, I don't think I am a sexually jealous person despite everything that happened. I don't think that that was the reason that our relationship fell apart. I think that my okayness with, him banging other people, me banging other people. I don't think that that was me lying to myself. I think I'm just okay with that. Emotionally jealous, romantically jealous. Yeah, I am. But it's interesting because
1: while you say that and you, you said it to him, but while you saw this happening and you said it to him, I don't, I don't know what else I would expect you to do, but just watching and expressing it to him I don't know. They just feel like that. That just seems. I don't. I, I don't know what more I would expect. Or like, did you ever like get angry? Or did you ever tell him he had to stop hanging out with them? Or
0: like, I. Mm. I just. No, in fact, I explicitly told him that I wouldn't do that because that's very much who I am. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I. I want you to be with me because you want to be with me, not because I've mm. eliminated other options for you. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to forbid you from hanging out with them. You're an adult. Choose me or don't. But it's you're not mine to boss around and I'm not going to.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Well, is there anything you you said you wished he would have owned up to it earlier? Is there anything else you wish he would have done differently in that? uh, in, In that the way that your relationship had been developing and trying to be open and everything?
0: I wish that he would have distanced himself from them and focused on us more without me having to force it without me forbidding him from hanging out with them without me saying you can't, I, I I think like that's what I wanted from him, but very much knew that it needed to be his choice and not my assertion that made it happen that way.
1: Not forcing, but did you say I want and need more time with you?
0: Not in that, not, not in so many words, but, but Hmm. I mean, that was very much a part of what we were talking about in therapy. Hmm. Um, yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting because I, yeah, I've heard you say that you told him don't fall in love. Also, I, I do think that's a difficult thing to tell a person to not fall in love. Mm. And there's. And may, I th- I feel like that's like what my worry would be of having an open relationship um, is and why I feel like if, if I had an open relationship, one of my boundaries to me would be like we would have sex together so that we would be hooking up with people, not not, you know, each of us, because I just think it's so hard to separate sex and feelings. Mm. Uh, I I think people can do it. I think I can do it. (laughs) I think uh, sometimes, but like, I I just worry about the connection between those. And um, especially, yeah, if someone had like, if I I would, I would be jealous if my boyfriend had sex with someone else and I was not a part of it because, because I, I think because I'm insecure and worried that they would fall in love with them. And also kind of realizing that, like you said, love is not something you control. So like, if you're hooking up with someone regularly and you start falling in love, like, that's not a, they, they're not making a choice to fall in love, you, but you're right. They're making a choice then what to do with that. And he chose to continue down that path. And instead of redirecting, like stopping or redirecting yep. sounded like a little bit, just kind of blamed it on that and, and pretended like he had no agency. Is that like, uh, what, but I, I can't control who I fall in love with. Right,
0: right, right. Yep. But you can't control who you spend time with. Yeah. And I don't know.
1: Would you, what would you, uh, do anything differently in, in the next open relationship? If you have one, like, would you set any different boundaries or handle anything differently?
0: Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. And, 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 and now that like, I feel like my heart's finally thawing out to the point where I want to try actually having a relationship again for the longest time. I was just in mourning and, and, and having, having a really hard time feeling ready um these are questions that i should probably start asking myself and thinking about before i get too wrapped up in whatever the next relationship is because disagree. you disagree just just do it and figure it out
1: no 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 no. i think i think what i worry when you say that is okay i need to figure out everything that i want oh. from a relationship before oh. i get into it and i think you can know in your mind open relationship is an option to me it, You know, like what are what are the things you need in a relationship, or what are the things that you kind of want, or or are open to negotiating, and all that stuff. And uh, so, I don't think I think you know enough to if you got in a relationship with someone and you liked it, you could figure out with them. I don't think you have to think anymore about it right now.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I also i'm I've become enamored with the with the area code rule or the zip code rule. (laughs) Like, there's something there's something easy or convenient or like wraps up a bunch of issues if like you're only banging other people while you're traveling because then you're somewhere else and we're likely not going to run into that person casually, you know, out of the bars or in the community or whatever. And I know it's an oversimplification and it, but like it, it, there's it's part of it is appealing,
1: but that seems like a different way to, to try to force the person not to fall in love with someone else. Yep. True story. <laughs> So then why wouldn't you establish a rule? If if a rule could be zip code rule, why couldn't another rule be you don't get to hang out with people multiple times? Like you were saying you would not put those boundaries on him, but like, why not? If, if not falling in love means there are several things you need to do to make that happen. Why didn't you ever lay down that kind of boundary in your open relationship? Yeah, this feel, I feel very judgy right now. My intention is not being judgy. It's more understanding and, analysis and reflection
0: yeah 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 Uh, i i i don't know Hmm. i don't know i i do know that i i think i'm whatever the opposite of possessive is and it's it's really um i just wasn't going to tell him what to do um
1: but you can't let that turn into you not telling him what you need
0: and I I felt like I was, oh. I felt like I was telling him what I needed and he didn't mm. give that to me. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't
1: know. Yeah. I mean, I, I also think like it, it, it sucks to hear, but I think your relationship turned out. I don't think there was a different ending to that relationship. I mm. think it ended the way it was going to. Mm. Mm. And, if he had decided not to see them so to keep spending time with you, I think it, there would have been someone else or something else would like, I, I just, it's one of those things that even though it felt bad, it just knowing your relationship and what y'all have been to through that seemed like the right decision and the right kind of path. Yep.
0: Yep. Just kind of sucks. Well, and it took a long time to be able to think that or feel that, but I, I think you're right. Hmm. Um, I think you're right.
1: You seem like you wouldn't uh, in a relationship. We talked about when we were talking about Nick Jonas um, about like, I I like it when you're jealous or I'm turned on when you're jealous. I feel like if someone's turned on or like kind of likes making their partner jealous, like you, that will, that is not going to work with you. They they would flirt with another guy in front of you and you just sit there and watch and then nothing would happen. Like, you know, like that, that just, kind of getting that reaction from you is not going to happen.
0: Nope. Nope. And, and, I think my ex-husband is one of these people, and you might be also, um, the, the, yeah. the idea that jealousy is a sign of love, and that if you're not jealous, you don't love me, I think is, is wrong and unfortunate and destructive.
1: I think, I agree, I absolutely can be. I also think, if you have complete indifference towards what your partner does. That's not good either. Sure. So like, I think there's there, I think there's a level of jealousy that is okay and healthy and it's because you care about your partner and you, you'd like being the one to spend time with them. And I think that the, I think there's a good aspect to that. That means I care about you and I want to be your favorite person and spend time with you. If that turns into it's only me of course, like that's, that's bad. But if it's like, Oh, I'm sad. Like you had that fun experience with a friend. I'm so happy for you. I, I love you so much. I want to have fun experiences with you, mm. and hopefully, you're doing enough together that you you get that. And you're, so it's like, not that you're not getting any of those experiences. I don't know. I just think there's a level of jealousy that's okay and good. Mm. And I, I don't know. You're just defaulting so to me. I'm saying the word indifference, and that's probably not fair, but it's like coming across very like you do what you want, and I'm not going to say anything about it. And that it's like, but but then.
0: Yeah, there's a a line in here somewhere and I'm not sure where to draw it, but like I'm aware of couples where person A will intentionally try to raise the hackles of person B that they are with by doing something that will make them jealous. And all of it is about making person A feel better about the relationship. Mm. Like I'm going to intentionally do these provocative things to try to get a rise out of my partner so that I know that they love me. Yeah. And I think that's fucked
1: up yeah 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 <laughs> I agree I think that is born of you're not getting what you need the attention or whatever you need out of the relationship so you're trying to get it in this kind of different way I agree that's the kind of negative elements or the where it can become harmful to a relationship but I still think Samana's is good and okay right do you want to talk more about Nick Jonas or not yeah we've been talking a lot about usually we like and I mean, the answer
0: to that question is always yes fuck <laughs>
1: okay let's lighten the mood a bit and talk about how shitty nick jonas is okay he still gets jealous um
0: you're so sexy and beautiful everybody wants a taste that's why um
1: there is in september 2014 Mm -hmm. nick jonas debuted the song jealous at a gay nightclub in new york performing while flanked by Go Go Boys. Nice. He removed his shirt. Nice. <laughs> he removed his shirt, and the crowd screamed in response. Yeah. He, re- <laughs> <laughs> he repeated this act at several gay clubs and bars in the area. Nice. This is <laughs> is Nick Jonas. <laughs> our sixty nine. Like you mentioned, like nice. Got it. Love it. Um, this is one of the many uh, things that is in this article that I really liked. Um in the fader 2016 article by miles tanzer that says is nick jonas a queer icon we have had this conversation before but i don't think i've said i don't think this is i think this is a little bit new or different information that Mm -hmm. was in this article that i want to keep keep going through do you think he's a gay icon and do you think he gay baits
0: um gay icon don't know Gayacon, maybe. Gay Bader, mm. yes. Mm. Am uh, I okay with it? At night.
1: <laughs> At night alone. <laughs> um, in 2016, he was the biggest celebrity, so a notable celebrity that went to a vigil for Pulse in front of Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, and this is all from that article, so thanks, Miles. Um, all of uh, or the, the crowd, he got a good response from the crowd when he first stood up. Halfway through, the crowd turned on him. Apparently, some started saying, yelling, say their names. Uh, according to one report, someone said, you see money. Um, mm. And uh, this drowned out his speech, which was part of the reason I think they, they were saying this, his speech, which was mostly about his own sadness, his own acceptance of LGBTQ people and his own career in
0: theater. Mm
1: I don't know the speech, but the fact that his career in theater came up in the visual like feels very like I, I get you gays. I've been in
0: theater. Yeah. We're
1: we're the same.
0: Okay. All right. Um I mean, I, I I do think that there are um there are a lot of straight people that when they feel like their allyship is not heard or understood or felt, or that they're being judged for the way in which they're showing support, they feel a knee-jerk need to let us know how okay with us they are. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm not, so I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it's understandable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it, it did feel like kind of out of touch speech to give in front of Stonewall uh, yeah. and people questioned whether uh, about pulse and people questioned whether he should have even been a celebrity there mm-hmm. at all. And um, he replied in 2016 to people directly saying that he was gay baiting and by saying, quote, it's not the majority, but a large handful have a negative opinion for whatever reason. And I think that's really quite sad. Mm. I, I think his, I think this is like one of the reasons that I, I don't think people get to just decide they're an ally and say it because I think his, I don't think he totally understands allyship. Mm. Mm. And I think we're in a world where, being gay or, or, or like getting the gay money or attention to do it. You have to be supportive of LGBT people to a degree so that you seem decent. So you can't just say, I'm sure I'm singing this upbeat song. Cool. Now you love me. I'm sure she did other things. Gay people don't have me. Um, but like, you can't just do that. Like you have to have some level of, interaction and connection to the community that you can then show
0: like taking your shirt off
1: like like (laughs) taking like that to like (laughs) i think he thinks oh i'm you're welcome i'm here at stonewall that's my gift to you or hey i took my shirt off you're welcome that's and it's like objectify
0: me queers i'm fine with that you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) but that
1: yes and and that can so part of it sure we love that shit but also you have to have that back that up with at stonewall give a speech that focuses on the victims of this thing. Or if people accuse him of gay dating, being able to step back and not say that's sad, being able to step back and reflect and think, I want to understand that more like mm-hmm. to uh, being defensive. I, yeah. Um, he, uh, it, when he, this is another part of it. When asked if he had been, had any gay relationships or, or, or like experiences or anything, he, uh, the way he answered was like, well, kind of, because the characters that I play on TV are so. He's like, so if you think has have I Nick been with another man? Well, no, but my body has been with the like. I think mm, tr- 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 <laughs> trying <laughs> trying to shoehorn in a gay experience to make yourself feel relevant to people. Like, I, I think that to me seems like another kind of thing that people use. Uh, at, at, thing that they they try to trade in to get the gay cred
0: okay i mean if you're canceling him do i get his half do you get your half i
1: well <laughs> no one okay i hate the word canceling because yeah. like do you i don't know i don't need to go on that rant
0: okay Wait, like well, you can it's your show yeah i guess you're right here. <laughs> but here i go anyway
1: people can't cancel things because like i can't stop i mean obviously we're not big enough for anyone to care but like even the biggest shows can't cancel Nick Jonas because, like, no one person has that power. If everyone decides someone is super shitty, so they all stop supporting him, he's not canceled, they just suck. Like, yeah, that then they can probably come back later in their career. Like, canceling is, uh, I don't know, it's just not a thing,
0: yeah. I mean, the implication is that they didn't deserve it or every, right? Like, like anti-cancel culture, people seem to be all about the canceling and not asking why somebody was canceled.
1: (laughs) Or they think that a tweet criticizing someone is canceling them. That's why I reacted negatively, even though you were joking. It's like, are we canceling them? I can't do that. My comment on him can't cancel him. That does it. it, My words don't have that power and I'm allowed to say words about him. And that doesn't mean canceling. There's like, it's like missing, is the, the whole cancel any kind of conversation about it just misses a discussion that needs to be had. And it's trying to jump right to an end point that like we haven't gotten to yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can, I'm going to cancel canceling.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's another thing. You um, heard it here folks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but Nick Jones is also a person that I'm annoyed at because he's not.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Well, do mm. so we want to end on the general concept of Nick Jones? Yep. Thanks I'm, Nick. I'm liking oh, no, anti thing. I'm liking him less and less.
0: Oh, well. Okay.
1: He still has his body.
0: Yeah, he does. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, well, let's take a break and yeah. then, and then um I'm going to talk to you about the other podcasts I've been seeing.
1: <gasps> you wouldn't. <laughs> let's take a break. 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 This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break are we back no we're back we're back (laughs) we're gonna do our case and straightest we're gonna
0: do our case and straightest but first everyone has started sending in their news theme contest entries which is great we need more of them you have until march the 22nd to get those in needs to be 10 seconds or less needs to be something that we can use for a news theme song we might use that as is we might re-record it but there's Gayish merch and a hundred bucks on the line, so get those in, please.
1: yeah, don't worry, all the ones we've gotten so far are real shitty, so you can still win. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, uh,
0: uh, and that leads into another programming note that the live stream for our fourth birthday is going to be Saturday, April the third at six p m Pacific. We'll be streaming uh over Facebook live, yeah. I think that's what it's called, yeah, great,
1: no, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: whatever facebook streaming horse shit yeah, is. That's, yeah. That's, facebook, that's 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 yeah. where we're going to be and then per per usual we're going to get drunk and there'll be a zoom call afterwards and it'll be super great yeah so, uh please put that on your calendar yeah um our website is gayishpodcast.com
1: our social media is at gayishpodcast we're on instagram youtube facebook and twitter
0: our hotline you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855 gayish that's 585-542-9474 standard rate, supply.
1: our email where you'll send your new stuff is gayishpodcast at gmail.com
0: and our physical mailing address is post office box 19882 seattle washington 98109 which we got some stuff <gasps> We're pretty sure that one's yours so one of our gap bridgers tipsy mcstumbles said that he was sending us all something as a thank you for being a gap bridger for a year which he's already giving us money i don't know why he had to give us more stuff but we'll take it yeah
1: have should we forgot his anniversary gift didn't
0: we yeah. um okay so i while you're opening that and i know it's going to take you a while i already opened these so i know i know a little bit what's going on i assume uh, whatever's in yours is going to be right this one I'm pretty sure is fucking Dan's and here's why I think so are you ready Dan it is a white coffee mug that just says come <laughs> <laughs> I can't get into
1: this oh
2: this my laundry. god I said I wasn't going to talk during this part but I love it so much thank you thank you thank you
0: uh, and mine is a coffee mug that says, Oh, blessed mug of fortitude. eye level 233. It's written like an item description in World of Warcraft. It says, I level 233 binds when sipped, held in offhand, 105 armor, plus 105 stamina, plus 95 intellect, plus 95 haste. Enchanted, chance upon hit to trigger random effect based on current ingredients, requires level 60. Well, consider this soulbound now. Thank is you. It, That's is adorable. Is that an
2: offhand item or a trinket?
0: Held in offhand. Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Miss that part. Yeah. All right. Don't yep. worry. Cool
1: kid is talking now. Thank you. This is my. This is my mug. Wait. Uh, this might be. Uh, oh,
0: that one might be Dan's.
1: Daddy knows best. Yeah. With a whip.
2: I love that too. I'll
0: take them both. <laughs> <I'll>, well. <laughs> I think I, Kyle wants to come. Kyle <laughs> deserves the cum. I'll
1: take the cum. <laughs> i do i do deserve the cum (laughs) fill her up okay uh thank you tipsy mcstumbles that's very sweet of you
0: thank you tipsy i
1: can't wait to be on my zoom call with my work my new work boss with my cum mug
0: (laughs) and while we're talking about it too please the four r's rate review rubscribe and recommend uh yeah we we need the numbers kids
1: yeah yeah we kind (laughs) of We used to like uh, be in the top, uh, uh, like kind of twenty all the time, and I think you know maybe not so much anymore. So uh, maybe that's because we haven't been pushing y'all as much. So please, it helps us out if you rate, review, and subscribe to, uh, you know, have visibility. And I think we're the only gay show that I see on the top, like in the past, in like the top twenty. Oh, oh that's yeah. not true, Savage Love.
0: Yeah. But it's not a gay show. He talks about straight stuff all the time. That's true. Just because you're gay doesn't make you gay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gayest the straightest, yeah. I guess the straightest. All right, I can go first. Okay. The straightest thing about me this week is this shirt. This shirt is the gym I go to. They gave me a shirt. I am wearing it. <laughs> I'm gonna wear it to the gym. I'm gonna wear it around the house. Yeah. S- After the gym? After the gym? Sure. Oh. Yeah. Someone's into that. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the shirt that I wear is yeah. from the gym that I go to. That's yeah. pretty straight, bro. Yeah. If I do say so myself. <laughs> uh, the gayest thing about me this week is I ordered and finally uh, uh, received a uh a vibrating sex toy guaranteed to find your prostate and it it, it did not find it but i, I was sure, gonna ask about that guarantee i sure tried i it was like a jackhammer i had this thing inside me and it was like i thought a filling was gonna shake loose it's just a very intense amount of like shaking and it nope didn't didn't find it that's but. not like
1: more shaking is not what is needed <laughs> to find it like that's not the key that's are you going to take it at, like are you going to you should like figure out if they will guarantee and you should say no it didn't
0: oh yeah that's Send true Send a
1: customer service representative over to help me yeah,
0: that's true that's true
1: i think that would be fun to see if they actually do that all right it's fun in a way that that's a weird usage of that word um how about you kyle my straightest is now that i have a new job because i'm an adult um mm-hmm uh i did a project that included uh researching the search results for nba all-star game which uh, is today as we're recording so it's in the past for you all but oh. i had yeah who knew i did um i had to uh, in an email not just that in an email i said in you know for this kind of search because the nba all-star game is coming up it's far more likely that people are going to be looking for that than the mlb all-stars so we need to prioritize that result Mm. i would have never said anything like that or known which one was more important
0: yeah who are you i have
1: no idea (laughs) Uh, my gayest is i ordered my underwear for sluts to exist uh like a rainbow pack Mm. rainbow colors and also the band around is rainbow but that's not my gayest my gayest is thinking I think these might be worse quality than the normal ones they sell. <laughs> and I think it's to get gay. Like they know gays will buy it. So I don't think they have to make them as good quality. Huh. This is just my theory. I don't want to besmirch the two X's name of for sluts until I have to. So I'm not sure. But my suspicion that someone made a shitty thing for gay people yeah. because they know we'll buy it. Like my you know, it's like gay, g- gay suspicion.
0: Yeah. Gayish suspicion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, we do have a listener's gayest. It's the time it comes to us from Discord and Florian Joklitsch. I'm trying to say his name correctly. I don't know if I did or not, but he's the German kid that I'm trying to auction off to everybody.
1: Well, adult, adult. Let's just be very clear.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's an adult. Says gayest is uh, he got drunk enough to download Grinder for the first time out of curiosity. <gasps> Welcome and immediately regretting it. Yeah. But,
1: okay. <laughs> if you haven't downloaded Grindr and then become sad,
0: are you even gay? Right. <laughs> that's all, all of our experience. Also, Also, I think he said elsewhere on Discord he hasn't deleted it. He's just sad. Like part, That's part <laughs> of the path we all go down. Uh, straightest crushing over Elizabeth Olsen in her Scarlet Witch costume in the last episode of WandaVision.
1: Ah, man, I have not watched WandaVision. I, I feel either. like I should because everyone's doing
0: that. Yeah, even straight people apparently.
1: Even straight people are on board. <laughs> I love that lady that is in it mm. that has the winking thing that like I think she's she's so great in Parks and Rec she's such so, I love she's so good
0: mm. awesome Uh, that's it that's it yeah yeah
1: special thank you uh, again to the general concept of Nick Jonas yeah you I, I think I don't like you as much anymore but you're still hot which is I guess what why it works yeah thank you to both of my
0: ex-spouses <laughs> <laughs> really no <laughs>
1: thank you mike you like we got we real got into your shit and i like asked you a lot about some hard stuff so thank you mike
0: sure you're cheaper than therapy
1: <laughs>
0: i'm not
1: also thank you to our super cap bridgers, uh cn and hazen nope cn and javi uh chris kachetorian christopher farrell Fer- jerome york and tipsy mcstumbles
0: yeah thank you very very much we appreciate it that's it this has been gayish from the cn and javi studio this is Mike. Me. <laughs> from the cnn
1: hobby studio i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you.
0: see you next week jealous of you yeah. you get to listen to us <laughs> Great. you're so sexy and beautiful everybody wants a taste that's Why...